What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. On today's episode, Joey is not with us. He decided that his bed was way too comfortable to leave this cold December morning. However, Brian is with us today to talk about how important it is to be physically fit for our outdoor pursuits. We talk about not being meatheads while we pound iron in our younger days and how our workouts have changed over time to be more inclusive of rest days, mobility, and even a bit of yoga and Tai Chi. A little disclaimer, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professionals before starting any fitness program to determine if it is right for your needs. Do not start any workout program if your physician or healthcare provider advises against it. And once again, as we always say, make sure you know your limits. All right, without further ado, I give you Brian. So Brian, thanks for joining us. Um, Joe, I think, is still in his eternal slumber, which doesn't surprise any of us, I think. Um, it is 9 a.m. on Tuesday, and this will air today, so this is the first time we're going to be doing a, I won't say live, but same day. Look at that. Excited, Brian. I like it. I like your Rangers hat. Let's let's start Thank with you. that for a moment. That's uh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Season's officially going to start in, uh, in, was it two weeks? Uh, January 13th, and I'm stoked. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not a big watching sports guy, but I will watch hockey. I just, well, if I had my choice between today's hockey and 1990s hockey and earlier, I would choose 1990s and earlier hockey because it was just so exciting. Different game. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> they, when they changed all the rules, it really kind of slowed the game down for me. Um, well, yeah. set it up for them because they wanted to, of course, stop as much fighting and violence yeah. as they did. Um, keep the puck moving, but um, yeah, Rangers, let's go, man. So, you know, we decided to get this together. Joe was going to talk a little bit about his time doing Tai Chi. Um, you know, Joe has suffered a little bit of an accident a while ago and isn't able to to move too much as he's talked a little bit about um, as far as surfing and snowboarding, which is stuff that he's loved and we've loved with him for as long as we've pretty much known Joe, which is our whole lives because he's our cousin. Um, but we wanted to talk about the importance of um, exercise and staying fit for the outdoor pursuits that we love. And I, I think you and I, we have a passion for working out. Um, I think that we, that kind of transcends the I don't want to say we're meatheads, but we kind of, you know, we've been known to throw some weight around and uh, this whole COVID situation has been horrible for our for our gains. So we've kind of had to shake things up a little bit, but I wanted to bring you on and, and talk a little bit about our fitness journey and how that translates to our lives outdoors. So thank you for jumping on. Absolutely. No problem. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, me and you, we've been, we've been training consistently probably since we lived together i would say close to 10 years ago now and uh you know we both of us got into the gym we, we actually started working out at home um i think the first workout we started getting into was uh when the movie 300 came out they had um you know they, they had a workout that was associated with it and uh i remember doing that in in our apartment in east rutherford and uh you know, it really kicked our butts. And I remember you getting the biggest, I remember you ever been just by doing a home workout with pull-up bar and a kettlebell. Yeah. And, uh, it was, you know, it was impressive. And, and, you know, at, at that time I, I was really starting to commit more to my, uh, you know, I guess you'd call it extreme sports, uh, you know, type lifestyle. 
So I was really getting into surfing, you know, year round and, uh, you know, wasn't quite committed to the snowboarding yet, but the surfing kind of was really, you know, dominating my, my, uh, my, my life at that point, you know, the direction I was going. And, uh, you know, the, I think I realized then that exercising was, you know, was going to change my pursuit and my ability to do it for a long period of time. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it, it's changed the older we get, right. The more we realize that we're working out, not just to look good, but for longevity and for being able mm -hmm. to do athletics a little bit more fluidly. Right. Like I think yeah. early on, you know, I, I suffered some injuries, um, working out, you know, we, we kind of went the go hard or go home, you know, lift heavy and, you know, don't get a lot of rest. And <laughs> that's probably the worst thing you can do. And the older, I've become the more I've realized, okay, I need mobility days. I need days that I'm doing yoga. I need days that I'm doing kind of cross training things or I'm going for long walks instead of running. Um, so yeah, the 300 workout is something that I've gone back to right now, actually. So, um, you know, obviously I haven't been to a gym since I think it's been March. I might be wrong on that. Um, so good number of months here and, uh, the initial workout, because of COVID was, was strange, right? Like you figure, well, what are you going to do? And I have behind me, uh, this bag right here is a bag that I had in the house. It's a, like an old military canvas bag. And I filled it with chains that I had in my workshop down here and, and weighed it and it weighed 50 pounds. So I was like, okay, now I have 50 pounds of something that I can sling around with me. Mm -hmm. uh, I follow Zach Evanesh, uh, on Instagram. He's a, a Jersey based trainer and he's got a great book that I bought a couple years ago. And I'll link to it in the description below. But um, he had some great workouts for doing things outside and like uh, using what you have, including body weight workout, um, to have massive gains. So, um, you know, went behind the house here into the woods and found a bunch of boulders and r giant rocks and small rocks and did everything and did farmer carries, zercher carries. And, you know, have I have a jump rope, so I was jumping rope. I was, you know, my kettlebell, unfortunately, was left at an old company I worked for. Yes, we used to bring kettlebells and stuff into work, and we created a pull-up bar and everything like that in the basement. So we, you know, one of the things that I did on my team was we were pretty focused on building team, um, you know, morale. And uh, one of that things is everyone on the team was pretty physically fit, and we would always have competitions. And if someone messed something up, we'd say, go downstairs and do 10 pull-ups or, you know, something to keep things a little bit exciting. Um, but... I left that there. So I didn't have a kettlebell in the beginning. Um, I was lucky enough. I did have a, a row machine. Um, so we were rowing Donna and I, um, but we went out and, um, once everything kind of started to loosen up, I was able to finally get a 44 pound and a 35 pound, uh, kettlebell, um, to at least start doing some other things. And the workouts evolved over time. Right. So it's, um, for me, you know, I, before all of this, I think we were, when we were still lifting together at the YMCA, we were doing, you know, close to 400 pound deads and, you know, almost 300 pound you know, benches and, you know, maxing out. I can't even remember off the top of my head here, uh, squatting. So uh, going from that to lifting just 44 pounds has changed my body in ways I, I can't even begin to explain to you. And I'm sure you have a similar experience um, to that. So I'm going to shut up for a minute and let you kind of talk about what's been going on with your workouts. Yeah. So initially in, uh, you know, I, I was, I was one of the people that was still going to New York city, uh, you know, 
into late April and uh, for work. And, um, you know, I would get home and I would need to kind of decompress a little bit. So what I did was I created a little, uh, you know, home workout program here in, in my basement, actually where we are right now, pretty much where I'm sitting. Um, and I've, I have a good amount of space. Um, but I, similarly to you, what I did was I, I filled a, an old duffel bag I had with uh, just weighted objects and, and I weighed it and it was, I think it was 65 pounds. So I used that as my kettlebell. Um, and you know, I held that for squats and then I filled up a, um, funny enough, I filled up my, uh, my suitcase with everything else that I had that weighed something. And I was over a hundred pounds. So that I used as my, you know, kind of as my, my, you know, for bench overhead press, those types of workouts. Um, but what the, as you said earlier, you know, the big thing I noticed was, you know, with lifting less and less weight my body started to change and certain things I knew right away that I had to incorporate, you know, like, like you mentioned yoga earlier, yoga. And I, to be honest, I started doing home yoga uh, here in the basement as well, because my, I just started having aches and pains. I think from just stop moving. I'm one of my sayings. I always tell everybody is, uh, you know, uh, a machine and a machine that's not oiled that keeps moving can keep moving, but a machine without oil that stops moving can't start up again. Yeah. And uh, that, that was my take. So, but, you know, the, the way for me to, you know, keep the gears moving for, for myself was, uh, was to make sure I was stretching every day. And I, it was very consistent. You know, I'll tell you what, it, it really did make a difference. Um, you know, a few, few other things I kind of started incorporating, you know, is, uh, you know, being a big surfer and snowboarder is, you know, board sport. So I have a, uh, an indoor board down here that I use. So that's a balance trainer for those who don't know it. Um, some people use that for squats and whatnot on it. Me, I just kind of cruise on it for, for, you know, a half an hour a day or something like that, uh, just to keep my, my, uh, you know, fast twitch sensors and my legs kind of active. And then I found myself skateboarding a lot, which I haven't done in a long time. So I had my, my, you know, I have a Carver skateboard, which is a, you know, a brand of skateboard that, uh, allows you to do surf like movements. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, being in a new, neighborhood with with side streets that i live on you know i, I was able to just cruise around the blocks you know and, and skateboard consistently and those th just keeping active and working in the home workouts you know has changed my body um and and you know i, I could see myself being a lot lighter a lot faster uh it's it's a big difference from from what we were doing at the gym as, as we said earlier yeah i think the the lighter and faster thing right is is huge I, you know i when we were lifting heavy and you know, when you started working in Manhattan and we stopped lifting together, I'd stopped lifting as heavy as I was because I didn't have a built-in spotter. Right. And that to what I was doing, you know, heavy to the time I was working, out, wasn't working out with you. My body stopped having these random pains. So I injured my shoulder surfing, um, you know, over a decade ago and every so often I, I tweak it again. And, I noticed from bench pressing heavy, I would always have some sort of cracking and it was, um, it, it expanded to both shoulders because the way your body system moves, right. And interacts with each mm -hmm. other, you have muscles that are, you know, expanding and contracting based upon, you know, what type of mobility problems you're having. And, um, I, I noticed that that pain pretty much ceased. Now I started to get other pains now from doing a lot of um, kettlebell swings, and like uh, a lot of Turkish get-ups and stuff like that. So I'm still doing a lot of shoulder mobility things. And I'm starting to get this like pinching under my arm that at night when I'm sleeping, 
depending upon the position I'm sleeping in, my arm will go numb. So either the right or the left, it doesn't matter. So incorporating not just the yoga, but like I went out and I got a so right, um, you know, one of those, it's like a U-shaped hard plastic piece that you use to put on a pressure point or on a knot and you can kind of roll it out. So I do that. I've got a roller. I spend probably about 10 minutes in the morning and at least 10 minutes at night where I'm rolling and doing active stretches to get my body right. And that has I'd say one of the best things that I've started to really be focused on, Donna's always been big into stretching and I kind of, I never stretched, especially when we were lifting heavy, like, and that was the, never. probably the dumbest thing we could have ever yeah. done, right? Like you <laughs> just jumped right in. Okay. What are we doing today? All right. We're benching first thing. Let's go right to the bench and bench press. And we didn't warm up. We didn't do any of that. And that's like the young mentality of like, I'm bulletproof. I can do what I want when I want. And well, I'm never going to get hurt. Well, all those days kind of compound and, and build up to like some sort of, you know, nodding in your muscular system that, you know, will affect you for a long time. Um, <clears throat> but I'd say for me, one of the biggest things that I did, and of course, because of COVID, I haven't been able to really do it, is um, jujitsu. And, um, you know, I know you, you're a former martial artist, right? Black belt or brown belt in Taekwondo, right? Um, I think that jujitsu has taught me things that have been invaluable to not only my fitness game, but in my life in general and like learning to calm down under pressure, right? Like I can't tell you how many times I've been pinned to the ground and have some, I was rolling with some guy before COVID and he was 325 pounds. And, you know, at the time I was bulkier, I was like 215, maybe 220. And this guy pinned me, he had 125 pounds on me, maybe. And he just smothered my face. Like he leaned down and was just, you know, had my face covered with his body. And it's like your first reaction is just like freak out, right? Like like when you're surfing and you wipe out and you're under the waves and you just keep getting pounded and you're like, I'm going to drown. It's the same feeling. Like you just feel like I can't breathe. You know, I'm, I'm drowning here. Yeah. It's taught me to just, hey, take a moment. You know, relax, slow your heart rate, calm, calm the F down. Right. And like, like just, just breathe. Like e even if it's just a little gasp of air, just breathe. Or if you can't even get that breath, just take a moment to relax and think through things, right? Like check your surroundings. Like I can think about surfing, right? Like you're underwater and you're like, okay, well, what's my exit plan? If you're trapped underwater, you keep getting pounded by waves. Okay. Well, where do you go? Do you swim up and keep getting hit by the waves? Okay. Maybe not. Right. Like let's take a look at the situation and figure it out before you just act. Um, so I think jujitsu has helped me with that. And that also has helped my game with flexibility and helped my game with, um, mobility and speed as well, which is things we never focused on. Oh, never. Um, Maybe when this is all over, you'll come to one of uh, one of the classes. <laughs> It'll be fun. There's actually a gym in town. I, uh, you know, here in here in West Caldwell that I, uh, I keep seeing stuff about, uh, and they keep posting about it. So you know, it's it's a it's a thought for me. Yes, um, Frank was going, I think, to that one, and um, I, I went to a class there with him. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I mean, I like my gym. I, I got to yeah. be honest. Um, and we even created an underground gym, so we have a, our own little fight club that we do and. Nice. Um, you know, I'm just a lowly white belt, but we have some guys that, you know, are fantastic fighters. Some, uh, one of the guys we roll with in the underground gym, he's a former pro, I will say pro fighter. Cause he was on a ticket a couple times and mm -hmm. he just, 
when you go up against a black belt man it's just mind-numbingly like you're like oh look i got the black belt in this move and you're like no he let you get that move so he can mm -hmm. demolish you in a second or to teach yeah. you something like you didn't get him on anything like don't don't let your ego get into it um, so yeah um but let's pivot back for a second so did you start up the 300 workout again is that what you're shooting for at this point so i'm shooting to start uh january 1 um and i'm gonna change kind of my little regime i got going down here uh you know like uh my, my, my goal is to to get in better shape uh going into the spring so you know i i got i got a few months to to kind of work the kinks out again um you know, I've, I've nursed a, a few injuries like you, um, one being something with my neck here. I've got like a little, uh, little impingement, um, that I'm constantly working on. And, uh, you know, so because of that, it's kind of slowed me down when it comes to, you know, ch chasing every swell that comes through or, you know, if I see a, a, you know, a big snowstorm coming or I'm not necessarily going to, going to run, you know, for the beach or run for the mountain. Um, you know, it depends upon, uh, what's going on in my neck that day. But, uh, you know, I've been working pretty, pretty good at it. And, you know, I'm hoping with, with the new workout regime, uh, regiment and, uh, you know, the, uh, the stretching and yoga, you know, come spring, I'll be in, be in really good shape for, uh, you know, surfing through the, the spring storms and nor'easters that come through in the spring. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to do a little bit of a hybrid 300 workout, um, kind of incorporating certain movements that I think would help, uh, the activities I'm, I'm geared towards, um, you know, as, as we discussed earlier, we, we used to live, lift very heavy, um, you know, the, the squats and deadlifts and, and, uh, bench press, you know, being the big three, um, certain movements, the explosive movements, I realized help, uh, certain parts of the sports that we were participating in. So I'm trying to work those into, into the workouts. So like the, the more ex explosive, you know, uh, leg movement workouts or what kind of gives us, uh, you know, more explosive movements when, when we go snowboard or, or syrup or, you know, whatever we're doing. So, you know, I'll, I'll adapt it and, and, uh, and make it work and work in this space here, you know, got a, you know, seven foot ceiling. I gotta, I gotta deal with here cause you know, I'm six foot tall. So anything overhead, I gotta be careful. Um, but you know, that's the reality of life. We just got to keep moving and, uh, keep working at it. And, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I like that. That's um, you work with what you have, and you do mm -hmm. what you can. And as you realize that you're you can't do certain things anymore, don't freak out about it. Kind of roll with the punches and yeah, and adapt and overcome. I uh, you know I think my I'm on my this is my third week of the 300, and it, you know I, I moved from a five by five. Uh, I'm doing a 300 now. Um, I'll do that for another maybe three weeks my in-between days so i do three days of the 300 workout um and for for those of you who don't know we will link to it in the in the show notes but the 300 workout is 300 reps um and you are moving the entire time the goal is to do it as quickly as possible now if you are not in shape we do not recommend you do that um brian will tell you you will probably hurl 100 <laughs> percent but, but my not first time doing it, yeah, yeah. First time I did it, we, we, I, uh, I did, it. I, I threw up. But that's just how I am when I overexert. Anyway, I'm, I'm one of those that'll work until failure. Not yeah. many people have that built into them, but no, we, we are definitely built different. But you know, I also 
think that anytime you get into a physical pursuit, you should know your limits. You shouldn't just begin to do things just to do them. Start off with no weight, with little weight, you know, less reps, break it up. So it's, you know, 25 pull-ups, it's 50, um, you know, what do you jump into then? It's like, I have it here, actually. I have it on my my phone. Yeah, read it off. Yeah. Um, well, I'm doing that. So, yeah, 25 pull-ups, I should say, is always my was always my hardest thing. I, I was terrible at push pull-ups until COVID. And now because I can't do other exercises, I find myself doing pull-ups pretty much every day. Now I don't do a mm -hmm. ton of pull-ups because I, I'm not trying to overexert. Like I said, I have that shoulder problem. So I don't want to get to a point where I'm killing myself. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so here you go. So you do pull-ups, right? So 25, you do deadlifts. So you're supposed to do it with 135 pounds. I do not have 135 pounds. Like I said, I've got, I've got this guy. So 44, and then a 35 pound. I use the kettlebells because I'm also using them in other areas, and I'm also doing this in my living room. So I'm not going to bring a weight set upstairs in my living room to do it because my ceiling here is only six and a half feet tall. <clears throat> you're doing 50 push-ups, right? 50 squats, weighted. You're doing 50 floor wipers. You're doing 50 single arm clean and presses. Right. So that with a kettlebell and you 25 per arm, or at least that's what I do because my shoulder issue. And then you're going right back into doing another 25 pull-ups. So imagine trying to do that straight through. I think the quickest I've done it so far is 22 minutes. I do time myself because I'm interested to see how I do that. And sometimes I have to break it up. So knowing my body, I have to break up the pull-up sometimes, right? I can't do 25 straight for whatever reason. Maybe I it's funny or maybe it's just not range of motion isn't there. Um, you know, the deadlifts get kind of monotonous after a while. So do the squats. So you kind of break it up and take a second to kind of regain your mental composure and, and jump back in. Um, but once again, you don't want to overwork yourself. Um, you got to know your limits and this is good fitness test for you. So then the in-between days, so that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, I typically do, um, it's a hundred kettlebell swings and 10 Turkish get-ups per arm. And then we typically do yoga on Tuesdays and Thursdays as well. So Saturday, Sunday is usually active rest, right? We're hiking, going fishing. Um, some days we don't do anything depending upon what's happening around the house. Um, but, you know, you, you try and stay active for a full seven days a week, but not fully exerting your body. Um, so I know you're somewhere around there. Like you said, skateboarding. People typically don't think of skateboarding as exercise, but... Um, I'm sure you, you find a way to make it a little bit more challenging though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so like it isn't an act of rest for me. Um, but it, it's, so the, you know, the listeners that don't, don't know what it is, but a, a Carver skateboard basically has a pivoting truck on the front and the truck basically allows you to do surf like movements. So instead of kicking to move, you can kick the move too, but to get speed, but in order to kick, in order to, to move, you, you, pivot your hips like you would with a surfboard so you know the the big part of uh surfing is pumping down the line to, to gain speed and what this does is it teaches you how to basically pump to get down the line and uh it also allows you to do cutbacks and carbs uh similar to what you would do on a surfboard um so it's it's a very active uh more um uh, you know I, I would say flexible type of apparatus for for exercise um, you know, it's for, for me, I've, I've tight hips, um, something in our family that, you know, we've always had as well. Um, 
and this actually helps open up my hips. Um, all in the hips, baby. All in the hips. All in the hips. And surfing <laughs> and snowboarding um, and golf, actually. But, um, you know, that, that's that's one of the active rest activities I'll, I'll try to work in. Um, funny enough, I, I have a Fitbit tracker and, you know, I, I have a big piece of property here. And um, start to finish, when I mow my lawn, it's 10,000. It's over 10,000 steps. It's like uh, 11, five or something like that. So it's funny enough. That's actually more movement than most people get in a, in a single day is when I mow my lawn every Saturday yeah. morning, you know? And, uh, and then from there, you know, I've, you know, if, if the waves are good, I'll go, you know, I'll go surf on, you know, in the good weather. And, uh, you know, if, if, if anything's popped up or, you know, during winter, I just make sure I, you know, go for a long walk or just do something outside or, you know, come down here, do a quick, uh, you know, a quick yoga stretch or, you know, something to keep me moving down here. Maybe, maybe into a board. Yeah. But the key is to keep moving. You ever, um, you ever subscribe to um, Andy Frazella? You know, Andy Frazella? No, I haven't. I, yeah. I know who he is. And I know a lot of people swear by. Yeah. So he does the, um, uh, was it real hard 75 or 75 fit or whatever it's called. Um, and that's, you're supposed to move for 75 minutes a day. And it's, I always laugh because I, you know, I subscribe to him and follow him on social media and people always ask him stupid questions about it because he's laid it out pretty clear. It's not something that I'm going to do. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I pretty much move at least 75 minutes a day, but like, I'm not mm -hmm. driving to that workout because I'm doing other things and it's about building mental toughness. So people would always ask him like, you're supposed to do a workout indoor or whatever. And then you're, regardless of what you did, you need to at least do one workout a day outside and people will say, well, Andy, I got to mow my lawn today. Does that count as my workout? He's like, well, did you already work out today? It's like, well, it also depends. Like, how big is your property? Are you on a, you know, a ride-on mower? Are you, a, you know, a walk-behind mower? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I know when I mow my lawn, it takes me, if I do it right, right, like between raking leaves and all that, it could take me an upwards of three hours to do my property. Mm -hmm. Like. And, and I don't have a big, it's not massive, right? Like I don't have over an acre of property. I have under an acre of property and it will take me that long because you're just zigzagging. I've got giant boulders on my property. So I got to mow around things. And I'm also a little bit OCD. So I got to make sure I'm like, oh crap, it looks like I missed a spot. Let me go back and get it again. And adding mileage to that. But when you look at your tracker after doing your mowing your lawn, like you said, sometimes it is miles that you've walked. Mm-hmm. It's not like Alex, right? Who just jumps on his on his ride-on mower and he sits there with his cup of vino, right? And he's he's yelling to his daughter to bring him another one because he's just sitting there riding. Um, you know, like, yeah. well, the thing is, I actually have a ride-on now, but some days I well, most unless I'm in a rush, I choose to use the push mower, and it's not self-propelled. I push it myself, and you know, it's it's at the end of the you know, the end of it, I'm 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 exhausted. You know, three, three hours, three and a half hours, depending, you know, what I'm doing that day, you know, at the edge and, you know, do varying lengths or, you know, whatever I'm doing, it, it, it'll take three, three and a half hours and I'll be over 10,000 steps. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, look, not everyone can, has a lawn to mow. No. Um, and, you know, it's funny you mentioned the uh, subscription a few minutes ago. I, I, everything I've been hearing lately, it seems everything's going subscription, um, you know, kind of status for for all these you know workout at home you know active uh you know uh sub subscriptions basically uh people can subscribe to those you know and i know they cost money but in reality when when you commit to something and pay for it you're gonna do it 
Yeah. That's one of my, my mottos is if, if you actually commit finance to it, to where you're feeling the burden financially, you're going to actually do it. Yeah. So, and, and I know, I know people that, that haven't had to commit to it because they haven't paid for it. And then once they start paying for something, then they start doing it. You know, you get a personal trainer, you're paying $200 a month. Yeah. Guess what? You're actually going to work out. Um, but these self self-help, you know, at home subscription services where, you know, they're, they're, you know, specific to whatever you're trying to do. They're like, they're alike to what we do when we, we stay active. And, you know, I, I was actually having this conversation uh, last week with a coworker and, you know, he's asking me uh, what, what he, what he should do, you know, cause he's, he's in New York and doesn't have a property and, you know, lives in, you know, uh, an urban area and doesn't know how to, how to stay active. And, and I, I told him, I was like, look, you subscribe to something that's, that, you know, catches your eye and, and be consistent with it. Cause they are small space um, exercising activity. Oh, tons. Yeah. Well, you look at what was it, Bronson, right? The famous, uh, the famous um, inmate, right? Like he got mm -hmm. massive working out and like really brought jailhouse workouts to the forefront where you can get massive just doing body weight, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups. Like mm -hmm. you can do an immense amount of work just by using your body. And if you yeah. – like I think – we we've always been really good at researching and figuring out what we need to do and, and just doing it. Yeah. I've never needed a subscription. I subscribed actually, I just tested an on it, um, you know, on it.com. They've got a bunch of great workouts on there. All their trainers are top notch and, you know, I'm not paid to say that I'm telling you, like I've gone on there and I've done a few of their free trials for the mobility workouts. And, um, it like, you don't need any weights for their stuff. And I'll tell you, like I was doing uh, her, her Instagram handles, Francesca fit. I was doing her mobility workouts because I was trying to work my shoulders out. Like I said, I have a lot of problems with my shoulders and I am more sore, or I should say I was more sore after that workout than I was when we were lifting heavy and like I was sweating. Sometimes days didn't even make it through like the 20 minute mm -hmm. workout because it was that intense, like just body weight movements and mobility stuff. And you're just, yeah, get help. Like there's plenty of resources out there. And I know it's always overwhelming because we live in the society where information is for the most part free and mm -hmm. available and you don't know where the heck to begin. But like, um, if you have any questions with it, you know, feel free to reach out to Brian or me or Joe, I, you know, like I said, Joe's doing a bit of Tai Chi and trying to stay mobile on that side of things. Um, I can say Tai Chi is fantastic. I don't know if you've ever done Tai Chi, Brian. No, I haven't. Oh, you, you would, I think you would like it. It's, um, everyone thinks of Tai Chi as like people in a park, or like old people in a park, like moving their arms and looking silly, but like, it's actually a martial art, man. Like in mm -hmm. China, like, it's actually like they're slow it down for you so you can like learn the movements. But when you see two people in front of each other, like, holy cow, like you're really like, that's as if you're hitting someone and blocking someone and, you know, kicking someone at this. It's just in super slow motion. Um, but they have like tournaments, Tai Chi fighting tournaments. And um, the gentleman whose name I, I forget right now, uh, Josh Waitkins, he was um, searching for Bobby Fischer, the guy mm. that, that that's based upon. He was a famous chess player. And um, he got into Tai Chi and, and competed overseas. And um, he was talking about like getting his, his butt kicked. And it was just very interesting because I was like, wow, I'd never heard of that before. I read his book a couple of years ago and he was talking about it. But um, Tai Chi, man. Yeah, uh, you should check it out. YouTube. Uh, once again, no, I definitely YouTube. will. YouTube. YouTube everything. YouTube. I YouTube everything. 
You know, right. yesterday Daniel was laughing at me because I was YouTubing uh, home gym, uh, like how to build a home gym. And yeah. there's great videos out there about how guys, you know, and girls are, are creating their, their own little, you know, workout space with, with limited finance, uh, you know, con- contribution. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's certain things I, I think, you know, uh, are necessity, um, you know, depending upon who you are. But, uh, you know, bands are great. The, um, you know, kettlebells, I, I, you know, I have a kettlebell on order, so I don't have to keep, you know, lifting the duffel bag. Um, you know, if, if certain things you, you, you'll find that, you know, you would use more than than other items um you know like i i think the endo board for me is is the you know the best item i can have so i use that all the time you know and i i'll even do you know as i'm cruising on it i'll i'll have you know weight on me or just whatever i'm doing because you know let's face it when when i'm snowboarding i've added you know 10 pounds worth of uh you know clothes on and when i'm surfing in the winter i have an extra 25 pounds of wetsuit on yeah so you know you just gotta find your whatever works for you um but yeah you youtube is a is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to to you know how to do things uh self-help uh videos even free yoga you know i i, I follow yoga flows on there for for surfing all the time just for uh you know uh, neck and lower back and upper back uh, mobility and even hip mobility um and you so do that on, still- on youtube yeah literally on youtube I, I don't even, you know, I don't subscribe anywhere else. I'll just follow a 15-minute yoga flow that's, you know, just posted on YouTube. You yeah, I, I subscribe to Yoga by Adrian. It's on Amazon videos. Um, yes. Based she out. has a surf flow. Oh, does she really? She's fantastic, yeah. man. We, yeah, she's great. I, I do a lot of her uh, shoulder and neck mobility. And then usually we'll do like maybe once a week her 15-minute morning exercise. But we do a lot of... Um, you know, specific body part yoga, depending upon the day of the week. And mm-hmm. she's, she's great, man. Wow. Yeah. Um, but tons of free resources, but we're coming up on the end here, Brian, if you had yeah. your dream gym, what would you have in your dream house gym? And what oh, would I it- think? I think we all know. Um, the one thing I, I think I would want is a, is a uh, deadlift platform. Oh, hell yeah. I, think, I don't even need a squat rack. Squat rack, I get to clean and clean and uh, clean and snatch and put on my shoulder and and then uh, do squats. But uh, I think I think a deadlift platform and you know solid five hundred pounds worth of weight and I would uh, I would be very happy. Um, but I you know from from everything I, I see you know the I think the key key piece if, if you have the space uh, is is a squat rack because you convert a squat rack into a into everything you know the squat racks that are on uh, that are per sale on Amazon you can you can you know, put pulleys on, use for, you know, lat pull down and all different exercises, you know, and then, you know, from there you can have the, the barbell rest, do bench press, do deadlifts from that too, you know, whatever you want. Um, so I, I think that's the biggest, most important piece for, for most people. Um, uh, Mike built um, a squat rack out of, I want to say it was two by fours and he um, screwed them together and um, glued them together and then mounted it to the wall. And then that's what he was using for, the squat rack um he just actually he bought a a deadlift platform on i want to say craigslist um someone was getting rid of it along with an olympic bar and it was he he already has weights he didn't need the weights, so he's fine um but i I think the deadlift platform end is is huge that's that's my dream i said to donna she's like she's like why do you want a deadlift platform like i I love to deadlift. I don't know what it is. Like I was looking at a meme. It was funny. I think I sent it to you. It was, um, 
it, it was making fun of people who squat and deadlift on the same day. And I'm like, that was at least once a week, like mm-hmm. always squat and deadlift on the same day. And yeah. you were always hurting after, but you, I got so addicted to that burn, man. Just, yeah, me too. I, I, I think I would love a full blown gym set. I think like a sore neck system, right? Like a, like a rack that I can do, you know, deadlifts in, I can do rack pulls. I can do, you know, uh, your squats, of course I can, you know, put a bench under there and bench. I think, um, in my, where I am today, I'm not so concerned with bench pressing as I was in my younger days or even a year ago, right. Where I'm like, I got to bench more weight. I think it's more, we, we converted even a year or so ago, lifting together to being more in tune with how much can we squat and how much can we deadlift? Mm-hmm. Not to a point where you injure yourself, of course, you kind of no. limits, but like, you know, like we, like I said, we were pushing 400 pounds of deadlifting and that's huge. Um, and I'm pretty sure I, we both went over 40, by the way. I think we were 405. If 405. I'm yeah. For three. That was our best. And, you know, and we never lifted to the point of, you know, our absolute one rep max. So I think our one rep yeah. max would probably be higher than that. But like, mm-hmm. you know, we always did things for at least three. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I think we should do a, we should definitely do a follow up of this uh, conversation, let's say mm-hmm. in like four weeks. Like uh, end of January, maybe February, we'll just have another conversation about how our workouts are going. Because I think I think it's been interesting to see uh, for for us to talk about it. You know, especially because you know you know it's gonna be a little bit different this winter, obviously with everything going on. But you know, we're probably gonna sneak out a few times to snowboard or do whatever we're gonna so. do. I'm definitely gonna surf at least a few times this this winter. Um, and I'm curious what the change of workouts are gonna do for our activeness. I think it'd be interesting to talk about. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that's awesome. Um, and then before we go, I just thought it was funny. I, you know, back when we were lifting heavy together and, you know, spending a lot of mornings, early mornings at the YMCA, um, someone said to me on, on Facebook, because we would sometimes post videos of each other deadlifting. And um, so John commented once and goes, he goes, what are you working out so much for? It's like, I'm working out so I can fish better. <laughs> you know, like, what are you, what are you preparing for? I'm preparing for fishing season. What yeah. do you want from me? It was like, like just lift to lift, man. Like, I, I like, but you know, I'll tell you what, like I can walk for miles, man. I don't. And I, when we go hiking, I'll carry everything. I don't care. You should have seen when I, when I took the boys fishing, I had probably about 50 pounds in my backpack trudging through the snow. I don't have a problem. Oh yeah, but you saw in the video the the live feed. Like, I was a little winded, but I had been walking for probably about three miles at that point in yeah. the snow. You know, foot deep, fresh powder, and um, but anyone's going to be winded on that. And I'm oh, not campaigns. I don't run you know a marathon a day or anything like that. So <laughs> not, I don't believe in cardio like that. So uh, I think you agree with me there, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Utah. Oh yeah, Utah. Well, Brian, thanks for joining, man. Um, and we'll catch back up again in four weeks on this. And um, maybe we'll get Joe on uh, at some point today. And maybe we'll film for, for a Christmas release, maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe, if he wakes up. I mean, it's still sure. the quarter to ten. You know, he's, he's young young Joseph. <laughs> uh, All right, well, brother. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. All right, so that was the Hacker Outdoors podcast. 
If you like what you heard, please give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or watching this on. Please check the show notes for some of the links about the topics we discussed today. And as always, please go ahead and check out our Anchor site um, via our link tree or any of the other links that we have posted around social media to leave us a message if you'd like to be included in one of our future episodes. I thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you later this week. Take care.